were such children. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> Unashamedly and unabashedly oh, yeah. so. It had to be done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like the fact that now with this table, I can, when, when I do sit down at it, I can wind the table up so high that I can literally, while I'm seated, just slide underneath it. <laughs> so if you disappear, well, we won't even know if you just disappear halfway through the podcast. <laughs> well, the walls abnormally higher than usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just call me Hen. Good evening. Good evening. Evening. And good good evening. evening to board. Ce soir. Good evening. Ça va. Ça va. I got tattooed today, dude. Oh, what'd you get? That's why my arm's covered in film. Oh, sweet. And what is it? You can see, like, there's, there's some in here, and then there's some the back here, and then there's okay. some over here. Ooh. It's like, it's like it's like quotes as though they were ripped out of pages and kind of scattered in yeah. between my other tattoos that are there. Oh, I like that. That's a that's yeah. an awesome magician. Yeah, yeah. The, what made you think of that? I didn't. I didn't. It was um, it, it was my tattoo guy, uh, uh, Nathan okay. Lee. Of uh, death rate oh, tattoos. Oh, good old Nathan. Yeah, good old Nathan. Yeah, the guy yeah. from the, uh, the, the, the Doctor Who series two and three. Check it out. <laughs> hey. hey, rocking the sales pitch <laughs> early, my friend. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I was up there at his uh, at his new studio today. Death ray, death ray tattoo. Um, the only downside, yeah. Oh, it's massive. Cool. And this studio. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You've entered the blue hour, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I, 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 I taught him that the uh, that the back part of your elbow, you know, the thin mm. doesn't feel anything. It's called a weenus. Yeah, a weenus. It's called it's <laughs> called, like it's weenus. called a weenus. I, I, like I'm not making that up. And. Um, if you've just joined us at this moment, I noticed the numbers just doubled. If you've just joined us, I said weenus, nothing else. Weenus. <laughs> but if, okay. if the numbers have doubled, have doubled, he, you know, he said what you want him to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the, on, the only downside of of the tattoo is it's literally wrapping around the like the crease of my arm. Literally. Right. Okay. So, so like you when I'm can't when move I'm that arm. no 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 <laughs> when I went to kind of <laughs> I, I, I grab my Tupperware out of the microwave I, I had some reheated food before we started I was like going <laughs> feed me Nathan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's how it would have been <laughs> no, so you've like, got a cellophane cast on. Mate, there was a there was a little bit, but uh, after going up there last time to do some kind of filming and recording and stuff, we were we were talking about uh, doing some filming, uh, uh, doing some performing. Sorry, not not doing any filming. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't mind trying a couple of bits and bobs, but it's kind of like as he's tattooing this in a crease of my elbow, which for me personally might not be for everybody. For me personally, that's the most painful yeah. area I've ever been tattooed. That that kind of crease of my elbow. Oh, Instrument. So I'm yeah, there yeah. going, like, I, this wasn't the thing that I went through. So I was like, yeah, and I think of a car. Oh, <laughs> and then we'll yeah, carry, carry on routine. And I was thinking of the challenge, though, getting bought, it's getting a tattoo. So it wasn't like having it licked on with kittens, you know, <laughs> but that would, that, awesome that would be a great way to get a tattoo. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, 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 this was, this was much easier to get. Cause it's like in the thick chunky part of my forearm. Whereas yeah. this, there was just nothing but. Goes right down to it. That's the yeah. sensitive area. Ooh, yeah. bloody hell, mate. I mean, I can imagine you're sort of like, uh, so uh, how is Riff Raff's here? How's, how's business doing? <laughs> Did you have a nice summer? <laughs> just got, hang on, it was big. Now it's small. <laughs> <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. <laughs> Listen, we're getting older. That's It happens to us all. <laughs> it happens. You know, I can't afford the pills anymore. <laughs> no, no. no. Things, I read, uh, things will clot. I read an anatomical study that that uh, apparently uh, uh, men uh, keep additional size, if I might be indelicate, in in kind of in our bodies this way around. So if we were to lose weight, it would get bigger. And I was like, ah. nah, so I'm, I'm happy I, being fat. 
No, I'm 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 happy that way. There, there <laughs> yeah, are that, there are too many cookies in the world. Assume, you can assume things are always large <laughs> in that department. <laughs> so, even though we say I, no assumptions, <laughs> absolutely, uh, absolutely, I'm I'm fine for you to assume that I'm carrying more than I actually am. That's, that works for me. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, so yeah, I've. Let's I've, just agree I've... that we're both packing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> restraining orders against each other. Yay! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so I've got COVID, right? Oh. And it, well, as, 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 as though you probably couldn't tell at the minute, you know, because I sound all right. You know, I sound I sound all right. But like the the other day, uh, I got up. And as one does in a morning, one gets out of bed, uh, and I, I sounded like I ate cigars on a on a semi professional basis. I have told you to not that off, really. It's not it's not a healthy diet, mate. Never. Amory <laughs> Guichon's ruined me since he made a phenomenal looking chocolate one, and now I just eat them all instead. <laughs> If you've if you've not seen that guy, that guy's phenomenal. He's got the chocolate show on Netflix where he sculpts incredible things out of cake and stuff. It's it's awesome. That, that's a massive digression. But um, so I've we're using I've, very I've, large I've, words today. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> massive packing. I I, I, pre, I presume there's no one here from Stoke, so we can use pretty big words. You know, that that should be fine. We won't we won't baffle. Yeah. Most of the stuff, yes, <laughs> too much. Um, so yeah, I've I've had a I've had a, a fair bit of time to myself, uh, and thinking about uh, 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 deduction and my my coaching and how I can best serve the people that already train with me given these times, but how I can best serve other people during these times. Like, because uh, I don't know if you know, if you didn't know, this is going to be massively depressing for you, but the cost of everything in the UK has just gone up 30% uh, as well. That's, that's a good joke. Tell me another one. <laughs> so, uh, so I did. I got, myself a, I got myself a replica coin from John Wick. Oh, that's sweet as. Love it. You know, nice. Right that way around, and cool. I, it was awesome. A w- wish of all places. Boom, two quid sorted. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have le- the continental? I, mate, I paid less for it than the than the pensioners that made it in the sweatshop. You know. Um, <laughs> poor Enid and Arthur. <laughs> poor Enid. And Their efforts for nothing. To, to say I'd love it if they were were called Enid is kind of like a catch twenty two because I don't love the idea of pension as being in a sweatshop. That was a massively important <laughs> joke, but if they, if it did exist, that one of them would be called Enid, uh, I think would be I think would be funny. Um, so, uh, I uh, one one of my sessions that I run is called the uh, the real life Sherlock Holmes course. That's what it's called. Uh, I was nice. I was trying I was trying to think uh, when I when I when I set it up a while back, what would be a great name? What would be catchy? What would be you know for the sales yeah. algorithm? And I am big fat, not a salesman, right? <laughs> but if you remember the 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 first the first trailer that I ever made for Pipes was twelve minutes of me saying, if you want this for this, don't buy it. If you want this for this, don't buy it. If you want this for this, don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was cutting edge new <laughs> new kind of error trailer. <laughs> we all want those trailers deep down. Just say why we should buy this. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I I eventually settled on the the kind of Ron Seal way of doing exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, Right. If if the if the skill set and methods of Sherlock Holmes is something that you want in your life, uh, then th- that that is that is the course for you. It was a monthly subscription, and uh, you know it's it, it's had its set kind of fee for a while. So I was thinking about uh, how I could make it more accessible to people. So what I'm what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to run the whole course. At just a just a stupidly discounted price, just stupid. <laughs> like the the last time I did this for the Memory Palace one, uh, one of one of my mates who's who runs businesses, you know, very successful ones, was like, "What are you mm-hmm. doing? You're you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, it, it will it will devalue this. It will devalue this." And I'm I'm like, the people who see the value in it will stick around, and the people that don't won't. 
Yeah. And yeah. Th- th- you know, they're the, they're the people that I want to work with anyway. So the, the long and short of it is if, if I'm speaking to you guys listening now, I'm speaking to the people in the beyond, then the beyond, <laughs> the beyond. Reach um, out, if, make your yeah. presence known. <laughs> uh, not not that not that kind of presence thank you um oh. <laughs> i'll take my hand off you know uh, yeah hey got that cold leave your thumb alone um so what, what i'm uh, why did you dip what, it in this <laughs> what, what i'm doing is uh is i'm i'm running it as it, it's it's one-on-one so if you want to join this course that is the sacrifice you're making. One-on-one is obviously better in anything that you train at because it's one-on-one. You're getting the complete focused yeah. attention of the coach, teacher, therapist, you know, practitioner, whatever it is the entire time. That's why somebody does one-on-one coaching. But life being yeah. what it is, shit invariably happens. <laughs> it happens, right? Um, so I'm, I'm basically getting to the stage now where I'm going to do it as a group. And however many people are in the group are however many people are in the group. The only thing I care about is that you cover the feet. So if there's two people in the group, it will be split. If there's 202 people in the group, it will probably cost you pennies. <laughs> uh, that, that way around. I, I said, if you're, so if you're on the email sequence from Omniscient Insights, you'll get updated about it through there. Um, if you aren't, then you fucking well should be. Go on, we'll wait. Go, 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 join. We'll wait. We won't wait, but you should go and join anyway. Um, you can run two tabs at once. <laughs> Get it open. Um, yeah, listen. If I can run one, two, three, four, seventeen, um, in that way, then you guys can run too. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's that's what I'm going to do, and we're uh, we're we're just gauging numbers now at the minute to see who's interested and and who isn't and then we will we will obviously go from there if it's going to put too much stress on the people that are interested we we might have to reformulate but that is that is one of the things that i'm doing at the minute so if you want to get involved make sure you comment down below i'll add in the link to the email uh, that will let you know what to do as well that you can uh, get involved and do it that way uh, but it, it would be on you uh, as as well. So if you know people that would would benefit from this, bringing them along makes it cheaper. My side, exactly. my, my, my bit, exactly, my bit doesn't change, right? But the more people yeah. that come, the, the, the cheaper it is for you. So like for whatever the fee is, like if you've got a million people, I mean, you won't, but if you've got a million people, you'd be paying like uh, half a pence or threepence or whatever it is. I don't know. You'd have to go back in time. Yeah, it'd be virtually free. <laughs> yeah, it would be virtually free. Yeah. So that, that I wanted to get that out of the way at the start so that the people that want to hear the rest of the podcast can do it. And, uh, you know, if it's not that kind of stupid sales thing of listen to the I'll tease it in an offer. You've got to listen to the whole thing and do it at the end. That's it, right? <laughs> that's it. You know, that's the offer. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, honest sales. Well, that's that's the thing. I I appreciate yeah. the comments. Just call me Hen and uh, Miss Riffraff's in, in, interested. Lovely. Um, but that's. I mean, I want to get into what we want to talk about as well because there's some fun stuff. Um, but that's that's one of the things that I will I will pride myself on. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the, I had a, I had a, because I offer Zoom calls to talk about, um, you know, if you're interested and what it's going to be like and what it's going to be like, and this guy was yeah. telling me about, uh, he was an American fella, not long out of the military, and he was telling me about some of the things he needs at the moment uh, and what he's shooting for. I was like, that sounds awesome. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me <laughs> you know yeah I, I, I could talk i could talk to you about the you know the kind of stuff because i know a bit about it but other than that <laughs> go pay somebody that's you could be on your anyway <laughs> yeah the, 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 there's an expert and that was like i don't know uh a good few weeks ago now but um, I, i'm i'm not interested <laughs> i'm not interested in wasting anyone's time <laughs> one, yeah. one, one, one of the good. things is what were you going to say mate I was going to say, I think it's important as well, isn't it, with, uh, with, with well, this kind of stuff, uh, you need to, like, it, it, it is what you're selling it as, which is the truth. So you're selling it, how, how are you going to get it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you, can't, you can't ask for more than that. You're getting a taste yeah. of what 
of what it's going to be. <laughs> You're not being sold bullshit by being by being sold with bullshit. It's going to be <laughs> sold to you how it's told. Yeah. I need like a Del Boy cigar. We're going. Hey, you can't say fairer than that, Rodders. You can't say fairer yeah. than that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's what that is. That's happening. If you're interested, let me know in comments, messages, all that kind of stuff. Get involved and, you know, obviously spread the word because it makes it better for you guys. And obviously I get to talk to more people that are interested, which makes me happy uh, as well, because then I get to learn from you guys too. <laughs> you know, I've never been to <laughs> India. So, yeah, I've never been to India. So if there's people, we're, we're, we're going through the coaching session that are running these drills in India that learn something, cool. I get that. <laughs> you know, it's great. You know, it's, it's, it's brilliant in that way. Anyway, so I, I thought it would be interesting tonight to look at some myths uh, around deduction in that these are some of the things that were popular at the time uh, Holmes was alive. And these were uh, some of the things that have, they've kind of stood the test of time a little bit. Um, but when I, when I say deduction, obviously with our community, that's kind of like a, a buzzword of sorts in that, you know, it makes you think of, uh, of Holmesian stuff. And in this particular context, I mean, I mean deduction as the, a method that you would go through to learn more about an individual. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really it. So, you could argue that cold reading would be uh, uh, would be a method uh, that you can apply this kind of deductive practice to 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 learn about a person to see where your hits and misses are, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, even though Ian Rowland disagreed with that, that's that's my opinion uh, on that. Ian's <laughs> Ian's obviously the master in the area. This is just my experience of using cold reading in my side uh, in yeah. in that in that's that particular great, way. So yeah. If if I were to say to you, dude, mm -hmm. what's fren what's phrenology? Uh, it's where you're attending the Edinburgh Fringe and know a great deal about it. <laughs> and you that considered would... an expert in the field. <laughs> no, you have taught, you have uh, discussed uh, phrenology before this. With the you mentioned the bumps on the head. Yeah, Read, yeah. reading the bumps and the lumps. Yeah, and, and the, the reason I the reason big, I picked this big one, ass nose. there's one, <laughs> <laughs> a Lois Griffin nose that's shaped like a sandwich. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> the, the I reason, have skiers reason... that queue up on mine. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> we all know, we all know what noise we make when we go down hills. Like professional skier. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. <laughs> that reminds me of like one of the first ever jokes I heard when I was a kid. There was uh, these these three guys. Uh, at the top of a slide, who suddenly a genie appeared by them. Obviously, this is through the minds of a kid, so you never had to explain why a genie was there. A kid would go, yay, genie! Um, and uh, you can tell this is a tangent. This just popped into my head. Like, who recalls jokes that they heard on a primary school playground like 25 years ago? Uh, um, but, this is classic podcast. Oh, 100%. So uh, the, the genie says to the guys, you each get one wish because there's three of you. And when you go down the slide, say what you want out loud and you will you will receive your gifts at the end. So this one guy goes down and he says, millions of pounds. And there's just notes everywhere uh, at, at, the, at the bottom. He's swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck. Uh, this other guy goes down, I want loads of chocolate and sweets. And he's rolling through Smarties and, and all sorts in the time. And the third guy, uh, he gets on top of the slide slightly more excited than the others. And he goes, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the classics. <laughs> it's terrible, but I, I loved it. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the digression, folks, but if you've listened for so long, you already know what you're in for. <laughs> Today we are talking about urine. <laughs> urine. That's what, that's what I'll say when you, when you get into the real life Sherlock group. I'll be like, you're in. Only if you can tell me the joke <laughs> again. <laughs> I won't. Just, just, to, just to qualify that. Anyway, if, if, if anyone out there has read the home stories with particular verve and vigor and focus you will know that there is a bust a phrenology bust in uh, in Holmes's uh, uh, 
flat in his apartment that that lists all of the differing kinds of fairies. Miss Riff Raff knows what the uh, she knows what the joke is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's the reason why I chose this one, just to kind of uh, open it up because at the time it was mm. considered viable. Right, it was considered a a, okay. a a viable thing that you could put your hand on someone's head and go, oh, well, you read, have... read them and read clues about them. Right, yeah, yeah, and really? like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, it kind of connects back to one of my favorite deduction scenes throughout the whole canon, which is from the uh, the blue carbuncle where Holmes is deducing a lot of things about a hat. And he, he was, he said, this guy hmm. has has got to be a, a a smart person, an intelligent person, Watson. And, uh, and Watson goes, how so? And Holmes is like, well, it's a mere matter of cubic capacity. Puts the hat on, and it comes down to here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the initial intimations in that if you have a big head, you have a big brain. You are ever so smart, yeah. Yeah, and therefore to have a big brain, uh, uh, you know, uh, ultimately means you, need you a must big be hat. smart. You must be smart. <laughs> but I would imagine that, um, like, what was the elephant man called? Uh, is it John something? Maverick. Maverick. John. John Merrick. John Merrick. John Merrick, not Maverick. John Merrick. John Merrick. He wasn't in Top Gun. A massive head. Yeah. Not that smart. And they, bung, <laughs> and they bunged him in a circus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's... That's... <laughs> we get all the jokes in the comments now. Oh, there's an old Englishman Not and a Scotch, Scotchman maybe. and an Irishman joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here is, is the kind of breakdown of, of phrenology. Founded in the late 18th century by German physician Franz Joseph Gall, he theorised that yeah. the brain was made up of independent mental faculties or organs each with its own specialised function, and that the size of each organ was related to its importance. Gaul believed that the shape and contours of the skull reflected the development of the organs underneath. Now, there's, there's, a, there's a particularly uh, threatening scene to do with phrenology in, uh, uh, in Django Unchained, where Leo, Leo DiCaprio's character is talking about the phrenological differences in 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 black men and women versus white men and women and how if you cut open a white guy's skull you'll have these three lines on it which indicates this about them and he starts saying to jamie fox like i wonder what would happen if i cut your skull open boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know so that i mean that's that's how kind of interested people were at the time but when you think about it right. as a as, as an observation there there are different areas of the yeah. brain that govern differing mechanically, that govern different functions, you know? The one that yeah, I'm most yeah. aware of are, 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 you know, the hippocampal territories and the limbic system, the, the prefrontal cortex, the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, and, you know, we, we can go on throughout the, the, the rest of it, but those are the ones primarily involved <laughs> in the... I, uh, I just uh, know in um, uh, uh, brain. <laughs> brain. We, we, we should do our own version of uh, what are you going to do tonight, Adam? Same thing I do every night, Ben. Try to take over the world. <laughs> One silly joke at a time. <laughs> One America at a time. <laughs> One America at a time. But, but, that, but the, the, that kind of corollary has a, has a basis. You know, It's why there is still now some arguments, not a lot, but some arguments about the whole right brain, left brain thing in that, you know, yep. to, to be uh, left sided, you're more logical, rational, this type of thing, right side, you're more irrational, emotive, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And there are mm -hmm. those that argue it's not down to the, uh, the kind of split hemispherically. It is the, uh, it is the electricity and the activity in the specific areas that govern different things. Like when you look at the limbic system and the, cerebra, the cerebellar activity back there for emotions, that kind of sits in the middle. <laughs> right? mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if you're thinking about things hemispherically, it just sits in the middle, right? It's, okay. it's sort of, technically speaking, it's at the root of the actual brain itself. But, you know, where do you split the difference? If there is, if there is arguments to be made, then it's not a, a kind of fine line to draw in the sand. It's wherever you want to lay your, your scientific head at night. 
I don't really know where I was going with that metaphor, to be honest. In the fridge with the rest of yeah, them. Why not? Uh, in the early 19th century, phrenology became popular and was promoted by Gaul's assistant, Johann Spurzheim, which I thought was hilarious. Um, they, they would examine the bumps and indentations on people's skulls to determine their personality traits, abilities, mental faculties. Phrenology was adopted by enthusiasts as a reform movement who believed it could help identify criminals or match people to ideal careers. Oh, there's a few people I just say, I'd love to see someone grab someone by the head and go, yeah, you're a bit of a prick. <laughs> That's all mothers on council estates, my friend. It's all mothers on council estates. <laughs> Just call me Hen rightly pointing out that if they've got a lot of bumps, they are accident prone. <laughs> right. Oh, it's full of the jokes tonight. <laughs> That's it. Jay Marie coming in real quick to say, hey, have a great day. Same to you, Jay Marie. Have a great day. Have a bloody good day. Let's do this in, in twofold. We've got hello. And again, I would try and pronounce your name, Merhaba, uh, uh, Sumei Kilic. I'm guessing. I don't know. And I don't like the word guess, but I am because I'm basing it on nothing. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, welcome. Good to see you. Um, come on in. So, come on in. What do you think about come this, thing, dude? Why, why are people... At the time, but make make sure you base it at the time. Why are people okay. placing their their kind of rational connection to learning about personality traits and ideal careers uh, from feeling the lumps and bumps on people's heads? Is it simply because they don't know any better, or are they just looking for something to hang on to to make things easier for themselves? They can go, oh, you've still got your soft spot. Oh, you're a baby. Clearly, yes, lovely. Um, what is <laughs> well, what is their process? I, I, what do you rationalise it as? I'm I'm new to the the term of this because I didn't know that was even a thing. I didn't know you could do that. Other than that, um, if we're linking it to the times, um, I suppose an uneducated kind of educated assumptions, like like you say about with 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 Merrick, like obviously how his deformity mm -hmm. of course his head to be very very large. It didn't necessarily mean he was very, very smart. Mm. I, I just imagine at the time, I suppose it was easy to assume that big head got the big smarts. Um, that, that's it, what it is. Or they, they just don't know it's a tumour. It's just something that uh, it could have fallen into that category. Uh, but then again, you might have people that let might... Me just, let me just address this. Let me just address this. Why are you mocking me? Shame on you. Clearly, that's a cultural thing, as we weren't mocking you at all. We were simply trying to pronounce your name because neither one of us can read Turkish. Yeah, we, we honestly, mate, that was not uh, an intended jab or anything. Right. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, Do apologise if you... That, if, that came if, across like that. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you took offence, that might be more on you than anything else. But we were, we were simply trying to say your name and welcome you. Nothing more. Anyway, don't mean don't mean to address that uh, so so abruptly, but that's that's yeah. my nature. <laughs> so carry on, mate, with what you were saying. He must have a small head. Um, he's yeah, it's one of those things where it could be a sense of someone's really, like you say, really looked into this uh, at the same mm -hmm. time. It might not it might be the other factor of it of people just have found a way to feel the different areas, like you said, they discovered that there are different areas of the brain and there are different uh, sort of, you know, like the faculties we have and how how the head is shaped. They may have discovered a way through the feeling of the skull to discover that the brain was the way it was. But I suppose then you kind of have to look at when they actually did the first dissection of a human brain because mm. mm. they did scientific, uh, was it autopsies? Mm. Uh, where they would pull the, the brain apart and whatnot and have a look at it that way. I'd be curious to know, did phrenology come before that or did phrenology come after that? Because I suppose well, like you, that's where you kind of begin. In what It, it would mean one thing if it were yeah. one way and one thing if it were another. 
yeah, yeah. Well, it, like like I like I was saying before before I jumped on that, and and she's she's put in smiley faces now, so I, I don't even know if she was joking. So that might have been unnecessary. But anyway, okay. I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm moving on. Uh, and um, it, for for what you were saying in terms of the the uh, just being uneducated, you know, however many yeah. uh, whether I don't know whether it was sixteen, fifteen hundreds, whatever it was, however many hundreds of years ago, people legitimately yeah. thought the Earth was flat, and it wasn't questioned, right? It's uh, not flat. You be quiet. I won't even tolerate that don't, as a remark. Don't buy you into this lie. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Lex. You're fine. Not you. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm immediately flat, having. I see the edge. Yeah. That's it. I'm imagining Tommy Jones. Uh, Tommy Jones. Tommy Lee Jones in my head. Uh, uh, from uh, kind of paraphrasing his Men in Black thing, like however many decades ago we thought the atom was the smallest thing that existed until that was split open. Like, uh, just imagine what we'll know more by learning. Uh, uh, the more you know, it, it, it might have seemed connected and, and rational and, and and sensible at the time. You know, to say that somebody has a bump on their head, this is the closest area yeah. of the brain it connects to. Therefore, they have this part about them. Like, if, yeah. you, if you get yeah, if you get uh, you know kind of frontotemporal damage, you, you can't make new memories. That you're at greater risk of that kind of amnesiac practice. Yeah. What are you going to say, mate? Sorry. I was going to say, like, I suppose it's the path of logic, isn't it, really? You don't know until you find out, and you're not going to be able to skip a beat because that's not logical. You're going to go along the the basic lines of discovery in itself, you know, yeah. kind of feel, explore, discover. You're not going to go gotcha. um, just immediately discover, immediately know gotcha. that information. You're going to start with the basis, aren't you? Unless you're an absolute psycho that dies. You know what? How do we oh, rip his head open? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at what's going on. Animal yeah, style. Let's and poke it like that. <laughs> to that end, uh, it, it was a joke. I apologise. I read that wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so so there it is. Um, uh, uh, anyway. He bloody got us. Bloody got me, scumbags. Um, where is it? <laughs> just call me hand comments. Uh, there it is. Uh, I, I thought it was just used in fortune telling, like palm uh, palm reading uh, uh, and the like. By the 1840s, phrenology began to be rejected by the scientific community. Phrenologists claimed that the mind was modular and that the faculties could be improved or weakened, but it was not supported by empirical evidence. Are you listening, flat earthers? Um, re researchers found that damage to the brain did not localize mental functions as predicted. Experiments showed that skull shape did not necessarily reveal aptitudes. Other anatomists found no evidence that skull features like bumps had any relationship to the brain areas underneath. 1844, phrenology is denounced by the Royal College of Surgeons in London. In the early 20th century, a more scientific understanding emerged that brain regions have overlapping functions. Here we go. Rather than being completely independent, phrenology was eventually dismissed as a pseudoscience, having been totally discredited by new knowledge of neuroscience, physiology, and anatomy. Today, phrenology is often seen as a cautionary tale of the dangers of superficial anatomical theories being accepted without rigorous scientific testing. Just like, just like wow. aesthetic observational uh, conspiracies about the world <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> very oh, very similar kind of situation there i said just call me hen at the buzzer some people still think the earth is flat they must have tiny skulls <laughs> either that or they are filled with sawdust um <laughs> But yeah, it, I mean, it, it raises oh. it raises an interesting uh, deduction based observation about how emotional qualities can become antagonistic to clear reasoning. It's like mm. it, it, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase massively. Like person A thinks whatever it is. Person B goes, oh, well, you're just uneducated. Person A goes, how dare you insult me? Blah blah blah. I've read at least three Facebook articles today. Um, <laughs> Good on you. You know, but that's the thing. In, in that way, person B <clears throat> is not having a go at them. Person B is just saying, "Well, you've not read enough. You don't know enough." Much like the people back then at the start of the uh, start of the eighteen hundreds who genuinely thought, and it, it was you know used in all all manner of medical practices, that yeah, lumps and bumps on people's heads 
can can give these kind of uh, differing insights. So this is some of what we can take away today in terms of, I mean, take that for example. Take that for example. I yeah. I had I had uh, assumed based on the evidence that I had uh, uh, that Miss Kilich, Mister Kilich, um, was was upset and thought that we were having a go at them until the smiley faces came in and the actual statement that it was a joke. <laughs> right? I I yeah, I, I I reacted. Exactly. I had an emotional quality that was antagonistic to clear reasoning. I, I got to the end based on the evidence that was there and was like, no, 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 hold up. Someone's saying I'm doing something I'm not. And then it, it got resolved at the end and we learned. We, we grew. We developed. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we know more about that person now and their humor. Exactly. And exactly. Where, you know, like, it, it, we've talked about the difficulties before in trying to uh, communicate over Especially in text. text as well and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and it is you do you can learn about the other 100%. person but it's a different it's a different shade of, of learning into it absolutely 100%. and i think it's like going back onto the obviously like back then how you said our phrenology was uh, a, a standard practice of mm. of learning and that's what they they felt was a way forward to to discover more about the brain. It makes you think like, <laughs> I suppose, in so many years, our time is going to be in a similar situation where people talk back to what we're doing now as maybe a little bit like they didn't know what they were doing and they just yeah. genuinely thought doing that. Yeah, that meant that meant that. And yeah. I can't I don't know what it is because obviously times have changed. It could be a completely different um, context to, to what I'm what we're talking about now but it'll be a similar thing won't it it's just mm. sort of something that that at the time you, you only have so much information to go on you only have so mm. much tools and uh, reliance to use with that with what's available in terms of resources in in that era now it's completely different and in so many years times it will be completely different but yeah and it just intrigues me to think like what could it be of us now that yeah. could be our friend what could be our phrenology yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great point like imagine in the early 90s if somebody had said to you there is going to be a slew of people that legitimately think that australia isn't real the earth is flat and we're covered by a dome <laughs> you'd think we've gone back you'd think we've uh, right. gone the other way wouldn't you and you you think about what has to happen to 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 kind yeah. of get to that, and that like point, I was yeah. I was talking to some talking to some people about it the other day who are, who are you know uh, have some fairly nuanced beliefs. Some are religious, some aren't. Some are this, some aren't. Some whatever. So we yeah. we found we found uh, like a belief structure that nobody in the group at the time ascribed to. The whole idea of being anti-government. Okay. In, in that way, anti-big government. This, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's closely related to being anti-vax, but not not really. Yeah. In that way, yeah. you know, the the government's hiding things. The government's lying to you. The government's this. I the government's you. that. And yeah. like, I, I, I was like, smoking mirrors, shadows. <laughs> yeah. And in that scenario, I'm like, yeah, it's it's the government. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine if, imagine if whoever the prime minister, president, mayor, whatever it was in whatever made-up country I'm making up at the time, came on TV and went, "Listen, guys, Putin's got some bombs. He's on the way. We're all fucked." <laughs> You're like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> right? And to, it, it, it struck me that the there might be because I've not explored it. There might mm. be, for some of the more radical people, an element of self-congratulation. Uh, you've you've observed the fact uh -huh. that the, the government lied, so you go down more of a rabbit hole. You are your own yes person. Therefore, you can't critically analyse your own observations well enough because there's no secret that the government lies to you. There's no, like, look at Rishi at the minute. I'm going to ban all of these yeah. laws that don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that... Beats into the the area of, of politics, lies immediately will be told. It comes with it. It's part <laughs> of the bag, isn't it? 
yeah. There was another one from Just Call Me Hen. Uh, phone alerts turning people into zombies. Yeah. Bill Gates is trying to get into your head. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run out of toilet roll. What yeah. are you doing? Should be like, we existed for decades, centuries without toilet rolls. Stop, calm down. <laughs> I'll always love the microchip in the vaccine. <laughs> that's I think that, that's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I just love the yeah. idea of me being monitored somewhere by yeah. some, some facility as they think, like, God, what's he up to? What, what We've got him now as he picks his nose on the sofa whilst watching The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but feel seen by that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, it strikes me that that's an important part of why these things fall away and how we get to yeah. learn more is because you need that ability to critically analyze yourself, not emotionally analyze yourself. Like, if I were to say to you, what is the difference between somebody saying... Um, what if I'm wrong? And somebody saying I might be wrong. It's, I suppose there's like a, a sense of worry that you are wrong or there's a confidence in that you might not be right. You got it. You yeah. got it. And like for, for how kind of atheistics I try to be as scientific as possible or whatever kind of thing when somebody asks me about religion, like, I have these beliefs, but I don't know. <laughs> somebody <laughs> asks me about ghosts, I have my beliefs, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? You can it, only that, have, you can only have what you feel about it. Exactly. More than anything. Exactly. Well, you, what what you feel is based on what you know. Yeah. That That's, that's exactly. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Because there, there, are, there are, like, what you feel might be a lump uh, on somebody's head. And that might immediately, t I feel it must be this, I feel it must be this. There's no connection of what you know that it could be, of what you know that it could be, you know? Yeah. I, I know that if I see somebody no now, now with a very visible lump on their head, I know something has happened to that person that's deviated yeah. from the statistical norm of being a human being, whether they were born that way or they fell and hit their head, who knows? But something happened yeah. to cause that kind of uh, lump on their head, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that, that's exactly, enough of yeah. an observation for us to say that. Now, I've got a particularly random um, deductive practice for you here. Guesses, <laughs> guesses in the comments. I'll, gi I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a minute or so, but like, because I told you about this one before, and... Um, if anybody knows what tyromancy or tyromancy, I don't know how it's pronounced. It, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spell it actually, in case you Google it and cheat. <laughs> Tyr I, tyromancy, I tyromancy. Used, I thought it was a system used to summon the devil, but apparently, I'm very wrong with that. When they start death counting, yeah. you know, some issues up. I like that phrase. Some issues up. Um, like. My genuinely, my my first dumb thought that occurred to me when I heard this, I was like, Tyra Banks? What? Sh no. <laughs> yeah, someone's Tyra Banks. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody just making like you, you know on the Urban Dictionary they have all manner of dark sexual practices that have these names that are apparently yeah uh, you know a real thing, and you you look at them, you go, that can't be because that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So that that was where I first went, like tyromancy. Tyra yeah. You can <laughs> burn a lipstick in a in a bad weave, and she appears in front of you. I, I, I don't know. I'm a, a bit unsettled now. She's going to pop out from under my stairs and claw my eyes out. I, I, I would love to know what uh, sexual dark move would be named the Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> just, Put it in the comments. I, well, before I announce then to uh, everyone else, just call me <laughs> Hen. She googled it. Jeez, damn it! Yeah. So uh, as as she's commenting, so the end of a joke, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Um, tyromancy is a form of divination that involves interpreting patterns in cheese. Cheese, <laughs> like that's this as must filthy be as that sounds. <laughs> like if you've got lactose intolerance, I can see why the people started to read tea leaves instead. You know, it's going to be much safer. <laughs> <laughs> but like anyway, so the entire romance has its origins in ancient Greece and Rome. Curdled milk products like cheese were seen as links to the occult world. 
Greek philosopher Pythagoras. Pythagoras believed cheese was created via the coagulation of air, so it took on properties of air and heaven. Cheese did? Really? The Greek I, goddess. I, I, can I just say, I absolutely please. believe this. I love cheese, and I didn't really know how to describe why I love cheese so much. Now I know, <laughs> because it tastes of air and heaven. But, but bear in mind, he's, he's specifically referring to coagulation and curdling. I see. Well, then. That might continue. be air and hell. <laughs> air and hell. <laughs> air and hell, it might be. Um, that sounds like so... what I just did in the toilet. <laughs> the Greek goddess Aristeus was created with discovering cheese making. <laughs> Sorry, I said created. That was I was reading a word that isn't there. Excuse me. The Greek he, goddess he Aristeus doing a cheese making course <laughs> was was credited with discovering cheese making. Oh, thank you, Madam. She discovered yeah. cheese and wine. Not. Didn't even have to ask. Aristeus, no god. Um, <laughs> and and cheese was used as offerings in rituals to honor gods like Aristeus and Pan. So oh. the next the next time you're having a cheese board, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a godly divine experience. <laughs> I like uh, Miss Riff Raff's comment. Couldn't do that. If someone puts cheese in front of me, it gets eaten. <laughs> all all cheese because some of it tastes like the devil invented it. Now, here, here, are some, here, here are some of the practices. In Tyromancy rituals, cheese is melted and poured into water. The shapes and marks made by the melting and solidifying cheese are interpreted. Common shapes what said are you doing to have to that meat. cheese. Well, yeah, like this then becomes. Stop. If we, if you, if you do a current parallel, this then becomes mm. interpreting a child's finger painting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Pretty much, because yeah. like, they are throwing paint at a canvas. Like, but this might be in terms of where uh, when I first started reading about this, this might be where people kind of springboarded off, you know, seeing what's there and projections connected to what you believe you see. This kind of thing, where we get the Rorschach yeah. test from. Uh, okay, you know the ink block test. People can some people look yeah. at it and just go, "Well, it's ink." Other people go, "Well, yeah. I, I I see me holding see. my mother's head, and I'm erect with glee." <laughs> but I'm also eating cheese. I'm also eating cheese. Yes. <laughs> After the so, um common shapes said to have meaning are anchors, hearts, swords, crowns, keys, letters, numbers, circles, lines, swirls, holes, bubbles are all analyzed. The meanings derived depend on the tradition, but generally positive symbols like hearts and crowns are good omens, while negative symbols like swords and this predict trouble in future events. Imagine, imagine you sort of like you know this, and you're eating a cheese sandwich one day, and just before you take a bite of your cheese sandwich, you're like, eh, and you just pull back a slice of bread, look at your cheese. Oh, I'm going to die in three days. Cool. Anyway, and then just go back to eating your cheese sandwich. <laughs> the only way that happens is if somebody is stapled like a post-it note or a diagnosis or like a some kind of medical document that says you have an incredible problem with gout. Stop eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And I told you to stop putting medical notes in my cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Never! I, I, ate print them. I ate an asthmatic inhaler prescription the other day. It was delicious. It was very tasty. Can, that's why you can breathe better and I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing. Look at the, the kind of common occurrence of people who, you know, see a picture of Jesus on their toast or, you know, some, uh, some crisp that's <laughs> shaped like the him? Lord. Like... And 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 you, they they find Jesus and they take a life of religion. Fair, f fair enough, right? Yeah. Fair, if life you find you're calling with that, test. fair enough. But if you had the ability to, in that moment, go, what if I'm wrong? I would argue, yeah. I would argue that before the emotional conclusion of seeing the Savior return in a loaf of fucking bread, you'd be able to think <laughs> a little bit. Biblical bread. You'd be able to think a little bit more clearly, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, Craig. Sweet dreams are made of cheese. Who am I to disagree? 
Oh, oh. See, now we just need to divulge into cheese jet. What was that? What? Did you not hear it? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I should do it this way, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's too good. Wait, now let's do some phrenology. Oh, hang on. Let me queue up. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Play it again. Yeah. Play it again. <laughs> Just a whole hour of us doing that. <laughs> Pre- I'm, I'm reading this already. It's got me. Practitioners... Oh, <laughs> practitioners claim ricotta mozzarella and i'm going to try and pronounce this but i'll fail cacio cavallo cheeses work best due to high moisture content and stretchiness when melting tyromancy was often performed during celebrations like new year's or marriages to predict the fortunes for the coming year or married life of course. <laughs> How do you think we'll fare in marriage? Let's consult the stringy cheese. Let's consult the cheese. <laughs> At which point the, 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 the parents then go, they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pair of grown adults rolling around in stringy cheese. <laughs> now, rolling around in it, you know, rolling around with it, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. You roll around in it all you want. In, you know, <laughs> I will not be rolling around in your stringy cheese, sir. You roll in mine you know, first. That's if that's how you want to get down, then that's that's how you get down. You you do it. You <laughs> that's how you want to get stringy. You live dangerously. Yeah. You know, it ain't easy being cheesy. But was, was that wasn't that the <laughs> Cheetos thing? It ain't easy. Yeah, being yeah. Cheesy. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> But then that just reminds me of the Family Guy cutaway. He was chopping up a line of Cheetos when... <laughs> yeah. On the... <laughs> oh, here Classic. we go. This gone. There's more puns. If you start reading your cheese on toast, does that mean you'd see Jesus? <laughs> These puns are getting cheesy. <laughs> oh, God. you think people of this age would be extra mature. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I, I, on. My name is Edam. <laughs> it's the best I had. <laughs> no, I preferred it when it was Enid. <laughs> <laughs> she had stringier cheese. Hey, yeah, just call me hen, making a good point. I could earn a fortune from cheese reading. I don't know anyone else that does it. Crack on. <laughs> now, crack here's, on. here's one that will uh, that will will if you know time robs us, then we'll we'll come back to it next time. But here's one that kind of blends the two for me in, in that graphology. I think you say a fondue. Graphology. <laughs> <laughs> That's your pun, mate. That's your pun. There we go. That's your pun. You made a fondue <laughs> joke. We, you can retire now, mate. You're done. You're peaked. You can retire. That's it. Game over. <laughs> I didn't mean die. I mean, you can retire. Just take, <laughs> You made a good joke. Now go and die. <laughs> Deceased now. You're now blue cheese. Yeah. So are you familiar with graphology? Yeah. Um. That was a great insight, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Graphology is the analysis of handwriting to assess personality traits. It was founded in the late 19th century by French abbot, abbot Jean Hippolyte Michon and German philosopher Ludwig Klages? Klages. Klages. I don't know. K-L-A-G-S. They believe, that, oh. they believe that handwriting was expression of the unconscious mind and could reveal insights about character, thinking patterns, and aptitudes. That's a good one because like, 
if you go back to school days, how teachers would berate you for your writing, how you write, you write poorly, you're considered a bit of a uh, a bit of a uh, uh, you write well, you're going to do okay. You know, you you write clearly and you link your letters and what have you and do all your kills and thwips and what what have you. But I know uh, people who who can't write very well but are very smart. Uh, it, oh, can you not write? Can you not write very well? <laughs> my, my, my writing is like a drunk doctor's, mate. It's terrible. <laughs> it, it is terrible. What, what's yours like? Ter oh God, I can't even. I don't think I make words these days. It's more <laughs> just a sort of um, puzzle for you know, other you people know, to solve. You, you've played. You've played Snake on the mobile. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. Just within. Yeah. Snake, mate, going back to Nokia thirty two ten days. Nice. <laughs> That's where I learned to write. <laughs> when phones <laughs> when phones used to work. Um or either that or they couldn't be broken. One of the two. <laughs> now, is, go on, is it textology now? Is that a thing? See, this is this is the thing, you know. There's there's graphology. There was uh, typography was another one, uh, which was you know, learning about the specific, not necessarily personality uh, insights, but learning yeah. about the uh, the way that people would interact with a typewriter. Uh, and, you okay. know, the, the the kind of ink that was chosen, the position of the letters, the speed with which the letters hit. Uh, hit the paper, you know, the kind of rolling of the paper that spoke to specific models. And, and, they, and... they could tell, like, personality. No, 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 I like, uh, no, no, no. T t topography was just mainly more about how somebody would use it. Like, if they had, right. to, hit okay. the, yeah. had to hit the S key a little bit harder uh, in, in order yeah. to get it to touch, or if they just hit the S key hard and every other key, or... It was certain. It was more right-handed letters right. than left-handed letters that were hit harder, and you know all all this kind of stuff that would then tell you about the kind of typewriter that was uh, chosen. So you could you could gain some details from that, just in terms of you know someone who's got the iPhone two hundred three, whatever we're up to now. You know they've got they've clearly got yeah, a lot of yeah. money in their banks <laughs> versus somebody who uses a Nokia thirty two ten really doesn't give a shit about technology. You know they just want a phone that does. <laughs> Whatever you know that 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 type of uh, inference, yeah, yeah, that that, oh, that type cool. of inference. Yeah, uh, so uh, just call me hand doctor's handwriting is awful. Agreed, uh, but again, yeah. on the on the back of that, they have to be. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure many people in the medical profession would disagree, but they have to be smart by default. Um, you know, yeah. or they have to you know read Google. <laughs> in, in, in that way, uh, uh, Miss Riffraff minds fancy, uh, uh, but she's a bit of a twit. So, um, uh, here we go, Craig. With uh, I wonder how many times patients got the wrong medicine because the pharmacist took a best guess. Good God, can you imagine? Uh, I feel like to be fair, all, all pharmacies should be called the best guess pharmacy. <laughs> They always well, look at you like you've handed them some sort of parchment from the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, it's it's when like I haven't got any paper, so I'm going to use this stack of cards. They they kind of look at it. <laughs> like Who? you've just handed them a quadratic equation or something. <laughs> Elvish. Elvish, yes. Um, no, <laughs> Elvis. That's the difference. Okay. Um. <laughs> So in the in the early 20th century, graphology gained popularity. Handwriting analysts opened up consultancies and were hired by companies to screen job candidates. Graphologists claimed they could identify honesty, aggression, imagination, ambition, and hundreds of other traits based on specific letter forms, writing slant, spacing, and pressure. Books and graphology instructional courses proliferated. I mean, it goes on to say, but uh, by the by the mid twentieth century, graphology was considered a load of bollocks. Oh no, sorry, that's me. Uh, graphology was <laughs> dismissed in academic psychology. Now, th this is the thing in terms of like I've I read a lot about graphology years ago because it, it really interested yeah. me. I thought I thought it was cool, uh, and it was referenced in Sherlock a few times. I was uh, properly indulging my my kind of dork. Yeah, but... went up that alley for you. Yeah, they didn't really have a social life at the time. Um, 
<laughs> but like when they're starting to talk about you know loop curling and and trizonal dynamics, and you're like, no, where, where's where's the empiricism? Where, where's where's the empiricism? They they've basically done things like let's take ten people and let's uh, compare their handwritings to their medical background, their medical traits uh, and whatnot, and try and connect the dots. Right, that's, okay. So that's, that's basically what it you're is. You're going to fall into dark waters going that way, aren't you? Yeah, of course, mate. Of course. Yeah. This man clearly has diabetes because he's uh, not yeah. put a flick on his A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you flick off. <laughs> um, <laughs> flick a beat. And I, I'm 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 aware of time, so we might we might turn we might turn this into uh, the next episode uh, as well to look at graphology because uh, I, I see quality. You like I've 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 given a, a four hour course on pens. <laughs> I'd love that course just to be called four hour course on pens. <laughs> <laughs> I like I thought it was funny. I, like uh, years ago, um, when I was. I'm trying to think how to delicately do this because of the internet. Um, when I was <laughs> talking regularly to a panel member, um, okay, people out there will connect the dots if if they want to. And he he sent me <laughs> he sent me he sent me a picture of his pen uh, uh, at the time, which was actually a pencil, and um, I ripped it all apart. <laughs> You know, there was there was the whole there was a whole kind of <laughs> that 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 from, kind of reaction from afterwards. pen, yeah, <laughs> from pen to teller. Um, <laughs> but Hen, Hen also makes a good point. Uh, uh, they still use graphology in solving crimes, but then again, apparently some police forces work with psychics. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still true. Uh, there is there is a branch of the forensic uh, uh, arts called um, uh, Forensic Graphology, uh, uh, which refers to the application of handwriting analysis to assist in solving crimes. It involves examining handwritten documents, such as ransom notes, to try to identify characteristics that could help determine who the writer is. That's got more of a basis in uh, 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 in um, something marginally, and I'm saying marginally in the most semantic, thick nutshell that you possibly can. But it's got marginally more of a, a more of a basis because they're not saying just because of the way this person curls their wise that they're clearly gonna, you know, have a career in eating puppies or whatever it is. They're, they're saying like if it because well, of if it pays well. Yeah, they're, they're they're saying things like if it was on a blank sheet of paper and the writing is very small and in perfect lines, completely filling the whole page. That you need to have a focused mind, attentive to driving the particular point of what you're writing at in order to do it, which is true. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is true. You know, yeah. in terms of particular pens that are chosen and how the pens interact with particular papers and all this kind of stuff, which we can talk about next time. Yeah. Uh, in that way, but I've 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 kept you all for well over an, like, over an hour like at the moment. The rabbit hole situation here, isn't it? You sort of you can take the lid off this and I suppose go down all routes. With, uh, with, hmm. with with that idea and concept. Yeah, it'd be yeah. good to come and, back to it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I ain't going to go for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go for five. <laughs> yeah, if I get pictures of pens, I send them to the pen owner's mother. Pens, <laughs> got it, pens. Uh, then, um, like, uh, like, if I sent a, a photograph of this, it might even be known as a big pick. Um, <laughs> that particular way. I'm just trying to bring you back to puns uh, over and over again. <laughs> but yeah, we can go. We can go into that next time if people are interested. Let me know. If not, we'll we'll skip on. Yeah. We'll do something else because we, yeah. we have also, a, we have a lot to get through. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and I, I apologize for those pictures. Didn't mean to send you all all <laughs> of those biros in my collection, but uh, I thought you'd really enjoy them. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm rather. Yeah. It won't happen again. <laughs> I like the fact that your voice is going up at the end. Now I'm rather hurt. We're happening yeah, again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we're gonna uh, we're gonna love you and leave you 
from this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're gonna live. So I'm I'm chuckling again because people are chuckling, chuckling in the comments about big pick, and I'm getting a smug sense of no, I'm like Splinter. I made a funny <laughs> <laughs> freeze frame followed by your kid K music. <laughs> uh, I I can I can do this as well. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, uh, I made I made a funny. You know, Stella. but there's also Stella. There's also there's also. If it's really buggy. Me to look at his weird face. Yeah, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's also that. <laughs> that should be followed immediately by. <laughs> Let's try it. I go. If it's really buggy. Me to look at his weird face. <laughs> there it is. So on that on that bombshell, my lords, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to love you and leave you. Uh, I, I wish you a very wonderful morning, afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, whatever you're up to, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> whatever the weather is on soon. the moon right now. Whatever the Have weather is moon? on the moon, but the moon doesn't exist. It's a hoax invented by big farmer. <laughs> so is Australia. Yeah. Get on.